This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. What are we talking about this morning? <laughs> Angels, ministering spirits. Let's before we take our seat, Psalm 34, verse 7. Sweet Holy Spirit. The reason why I'm talking about this is not just a teaching to add to our knowledge. It's because angelic activities will multiply around you from today. We are doing what we are being led to do. The angel of the Lord encamped round them that fear him and delivered them. Say amen to that. So those who fear the Lord, they have angels all around them. Why angels? (laughs) Hallelujah. We are going to look at week one, two, three, probably about four weeks. Because we are moving from classes of angels to functions to types, to what they do, and how to relate with them. We don't pray to angels. You don't say, oh yeah, angel, Michael, go slap my enemy. (laughs) The angel of the Lord encamp around them that fear him to deliver them. The second place is in Hebrews chapter 1. Let's read before we take our seat also. Hebrews 1, we start from verse 4, there about. Being so much better than angel, as he had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Next verse. For unto which of the angels say it at any time he moved down, verse 7, where it talks about, of the angel he said he makes angels spirit. So angels are spirits. And his minister flame of fire. Okay, next verse. But unto the son. So now it's differentiated between the son, Jesus, and angels. So Jesus is not an angel, angels and Jesus. Next verse. That was Lord righteousness. Next verse. Next verse. They shall perish. Now, what the Bible says, are they no ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who shall be heirs of salvation? Now, this is saying uh, the assignment of angels. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister? I would have loved us to read the entire chapter, but it take a bit of time. But just go back to verse 13. But to which of the angels see it at any time, sit at my right hand until I make thy enemy thy footstool. So he never said to angels, sit at my right hand. They are not qualified for that. And the Bible says that the reason being that the assignment is not to sit at God's right hand. The assignment is to, verse 14, to minister to, for those who are ears of salvation. Now, as we begin, please pay attention to every single word in the Bible. The Bible did not say they are sent to minister to. Minister to depict somebody higher. 
ministering to somebody. Angels are not higher than men. In God's scheme, God forced madness. Only man, God created in God's image. Angels were not created. They were ministering spirit sent forth to minister for. For means that the apostle you are ministering, you minister for somebody higher than yourself. You minister for somebody, you wait on somebody. You minister for, for. It's like you run errands for the person. But you minister to a person, I can minister to the sick now, but I am not ministering for the sick. Did you get the two, difference between the two? So the angels are not ministering to, even though they do that at times, but primarily they are ministering for. God bless you and have your seats. I think it is good to always begin a message by establishing the reason for the message, which is the first power that we read. They encounter around those for some reasons. In the wisdom of God, please pay attention. There is God the Father. There is Jesus Christ. There is the Holy Ghost. There is the power of the Holy Spirit. There is an anointing. There is the name of Jesus. There is the blood of Jesus. There is power to bind and loose. But for some reasons, in the wisdom of God, there are different uh, weapons for different operations. Paul used the name of Jesus. And the sick got healed. And catches were taken from Paul. Acts 19 and 20. And people got healed. But when he was in a shipwreck. In Acts chapter 27. And the Bible said there was neither day nor night for many days. Remember in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul was taken to heaven. And he said that it happened to him. Maybe about three times. He said I heard unspeakable word. In the midst of those things that God dealt Paul with, in the midst of the protocol, spiritual protocols around Paul, somewhere along the line, he still needed the ministry of angels. So the Bible says that night in, in Acts chapter 27, when all hope was lost, for some reason this time around, it was not the Holy Ghost that spoke to Paul. I'm saying this because there are, you know, every time all over the world, you always have a sex. Who think they know more than they know? Oh, we have the Holy Spirit. Do we need to talk about angels anymore? But Paul had the Holy Spirit and angels still minister to him. So at times when I'm ministering, I begin an argumentative form because there are those who are online. All they want to just argue and they know nothing. I said the plate of a on their table. So we like to show them from Bible so that every mouth will be short. So Acts 27. I don't know what verse now. So Paul was there. Just go down, go down where Paul said, There stood by me an angel of the Lord tonight, whose I am and whom I serve. And he said that nobody. Now Paul was admonishing the people. So what happened after many, it looked like the ship was going to sink. Of course the whole ship sinking was because of Paul. Listen to me. At times when you are the Christian in the car, take responsibility for the car. Speak of the name of Jesus and the blood over the car. That you are there, the enemy doesn't want the car to get to its destination. Because Paul was going to testify of the gospel in Rome. A terrible wind called Heraclino started. And Paul knew was the target. But then, 
276 prisoners were going to die. And people did not eat for about seven days. Bible said there was no, no sunlight for seven, for days, about 14 days. No light at all. And Paul himself said, when all hope that we should be saved was lost. All of a sudden, Paul in the night saw an angel. The angel just woke up to him and said, Paul, no life will be lost. The only thing that will get destroyed is the sheep. And the angel vanished. And Paul told them in the morning, men and brethren, you have been fasting. There stood by me an angel of the Lord. No life will be lost. And when he said so, he took bread and he began to eat. And when they saw that he was eating, they all took courage and everybody began to eat. In life, I have told you before, when you hear the voice in the spirit realm, there is God's voice. At times, God speaks audibly. At times, speaks to your spirit. There is the voice of Jesus. People have visited the throne room of God before where they saw the Almighty like John, John saw it. John chapter 4. He saw Jesus in chapter 1 who spoke to him from chapter 1 to 3 about the seven churches in Ephesus. Then in the spirit, John heard again, come up either. And in chapter 4, he said, I saw a door open in heaven and a voice said, come up. Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. And then when he got up, he saw the throne of God and he saw God. Now, it was Jesus talking with him before, who was standing in the midst of seven candlesticks, which represented the church. Then the, the scene changed, then he saw the father. And he described him. He sat down. Daniel describing Daniel chapter 7. Those are the places where God, then Isaiah chapter 6, and then Ezekiel chapter 1. Talking about the almighty God in his appearance. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Is somebody following me? Yes, sir. Okay. So, <laughs> there is the voice of the Father. There is the voice of Jesus. There is the voice of the Holy Spirit, which you will hear many times in your spirits. Also, angels speak. And demons speak. And men speak. And your spirit speaks. Several voices. Eh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to... So, I'm starting with Paul. First of all, just to establish why we are doing this teaching. And what will begin to happen. So, the, and exactly what the angel told Paul. Maybe the Holy Spirit spoke to Paul and maybe Paul was still afraid. I don't know. But as a man, as an apostle of his caliber, he said all hope that we should be saved was lost. And then an angel came. In now chapter 12, they put Peter in prison and the church started praying. Now, the same Peter went to a place where Elimas, where Barjona Simon was, and Peter ministered and everybody got baptized in the Holy Ghost and they were healed. But it was not the Holy Ghost that came to the prison. As the church began to pray, an angel appeared and his appearance alone, Peter's shackle fell off. And he said, rise, Peter. And Peter thought it was a vision until he came out of the city. In Acts chapter 5, as they began to preach the gospel, the Pharisees arrested them. And the Bible said, there went an angel of the Lord in the night and he opened the door and he said, go and continue to preach this message. So many things. So you see, our Lord Jesus Christ, after 40 days of fasting and praying, the Bible said the angel appeared and ministered to him. After the temptation. Now, this was somebody that 40 days before then, he heard the voice and the Holy Ghost descended on him. 
the Holy Ghost descended on him. But it was not the Holy Ghost that came to minister to him in the wilderness. Uh, when Satan led, the Bible said, angels came. So I am showing you that these people enjoy the voice of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, but they also enjoy angelic ministration. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Is that simple enough? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When Abraham wanted to pray, he told his servant, Genesis chapter 24, to go and marry a wife for Isaac. And the servant said that, Oga, you want me to travel to a foreign country and tell a woman to come and marry your son, the son that she had never seen before? This is quite funny. Even though some women at time will do that. If they know, hear the name. The prince of Dubai. Woo! I don't need to do any other thing again. That's what I, you know, so they said, <laughs> oh, I apologize. Not, I said some women, not some. Most women will not do that. But there are a few. Is that safe to say? So that women won't get, get angry with me. A, a, a few, you know, a few. It doesn't make men better. I'm just saying a few. There are a few. Who love money that much that they can they can do that? Few can do that, but most most African women will not do that. <laughs> Are you doubting African women? They have dignity and they will not. No, most women will not do that. Sometimes what is happening said that we call very bad is is minority, not majority. Yes, it is true. When they say thieves in Nigeria, most people are not thieves. I am met, I, I keep meeting honest Nigerians. Are you not honest? The thieves are not as many as the non-thieves. There are civil servants who will not collect a dime from whatever they do for you. Is the truth? In general, the thieves are louder. So they make you look like everybody. It is true. I, I might not be able to say much of Let's okay. Let's 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 just preach. Let let's stay with the word of God. I wanted to say a particular group of people. Uh, am I not able to say that about? I say I can't say majority of them. It looks like for those one majority on the other side. <laughs> but you know the people I'm talking about. Don't worry. <laughs> let your heart interpret whatever. Because <laughs> whenever you meet them on the road, it's like um, uh, it's the other way around. Many are non righteous. Few are. Now, if I went the few, when they treat you well, you are surprised. Because you know the normal things you expect. Uh -huh. Where you turn out is it for your laptop. You know all those things. <laughs> Some good ones are in the compound with us. So that's why I'm saying that uh, there are <laughs> very good ones. <laughs> are you with me? Praise the Lord. Is somebody following me? When Abraham told him, and the servant said, how can this be? Abraham mentioned, I think that's verse 7. He said, The angel, the Lord who redeemed me, and he said, The angel, the Lord God of heaven who took me from my father's house, we spoke to me, said that unto thy seed I will give this land. He shall send his angel before thee. These people are conscious of an angel. Genesis 48 16. When Isaac wanted to pray, Genesis 48. Isaac wanted to pray for two sons of Joseph. Sorry, Jacob, rather. Wanted to pray for two sons of Joseph. So he wanted to pray for his grandchildren. That was when he crossed his hand and he blessed the first, second born and the firstborn. But before he prayed, he just said something very deep. Let's start from verse, 40, verse, verse 15. 
And he blessed Joseph and said, God, before whom my father Abraham Isaac did walk, the God who fed me all my life unto this day. Then the next verse. The angel which redeemed me from all evil. So Joseph was conscious, so Jacob was conscious that as he traveled from his father's house to Laban's house and his wealth multiplied, he recognized that there was a particular angel. So when he wanted to pray for the, the grandchildren also, he began to pray that can the same angel, because when your assignment ends on that and you go, the angels don't necessarily go. You have heard about transgenerational demons, but nobody talks about transgenerational blessing. Ah, yeah. They can also add to angel. Everybody has an angel. Now, these are different aspects. I'm actually wondering which one do we start from this morning. But let's try and say that angels are called by different names in the Bible. Ministering spirits, hosts of heaven, in some cases, sons of God. In Old Testament, when the sons of God gathered and Lucifer gathered with them, no sons redeemed by the blood of Jesus, but more of angelic people. So there are, so uh, called by different names, but they are talking about the same thing. So they are called host of heaven, ministering spirit, they are called plainly angels, and then some other names that we we'll look at. Then there are different types of angels. And angels don't have equal authority. Your angel probably has a few angels under him. Depending on your assignment in life, your assignment will actually indicate how many angels and which ranking officer is following you. When you talk about somebody being anointed, if you suddenly, in the power of God, come support you now and God commissions to begin to do something, what has happened that we might hear a man of God saying that from today, the power of God is over you. Maybe you begin to pray in tongues. In the spirit, what happens is that there is a change of God. One goes, a higher one comes. You will notice that your unction is higher because a mantle has changed. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. Angels are very orderly. They can choose to let you see them or not to let you see them. 90% of the time, you will not see them because it's not necessary. You might not see them for your life. Majority of Christians will not see angels. Yet they are there walking. In the wisdom of the Father, it's not necessary seeing them. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you have a prophetic gift, occasionally, your eyes might be open or at times for reasons best known to God. So Mary was in the house and angel Gabriel came. Now, again, let's say there are angels who give information. There are angels who fight. There are angels of worship. There are angels of healing. There are angels who even deal with weather. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. How strong is one angel? In Exodus chapter 14, when the Egyptians were coming close, the angel that was in charge of the camp, there was one angel that was in charge of the camp of Israel. And the Lord told Moses that, hey, warn your people, don't provoke him, he will not forgive you. 
And the Bible says, as they were coming close, the angel took the weather, the pillar of cloud, and he put, brought the cloud like this and separated them. Just put it down here. And the commander guys under him, they began to remove the chariot wheel of the, of the Egyptians. What can one angel do? First Kings 19, or is it first or second Kings? Second Kings 19. I want to show you a story. Second Kings 19, I think verse 35. It will give you an idea of the strength of an angel. That's why Psalm 103 says, Praise him, you angel who excel in strength. <laughs> there was a king called Senakerub who began to make mount at Jehovah. He said that I had defeated all the gods. He had conquered almost all nations around. Then he came to Jerusalem. And Ezekiah was the king then. And Ezekiah began to pray. And Senakerub sent his son, Go and tell Ezekiah. Which God are you depending on? Say the nations that I conquer, you think they didn't have their own gods? I tremble upon, and he began to praise himself. He said, with my feet, I dug a hole on the rock. And God said, shame alone, by we. And he said, who is the most high? He said, Ezekiah, don't get into trouble. Surrender to me, JJ. There's no Jehovah that can rescue you from my hand. And God said, Wow. He told the angels in heaven, did you hear what that guy said? They said, we heard, sir. <laughs> the Bible says he came to pass. So he came with his soldiers against Jerusalem. Look at this. That the angel of the Lord in the night went out and smote in the camp of Assyrian an hundred fourscore and five thousand. That's one hundred and eighty-five thousand people. When they rose in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpse. In four hours, one angel killed 185,000 people. In four hours. And then they all used bomb. He just passed through the camp. The, I, I, I spoke about the blood of Jesus for service. The angel of death, please get the message of first service. That visited Egypt. Just past one night, the Bible says, even the firstborn of animals. And I told you, if you are a man of, if you are a child of God, now you know that the death, no death can come for you yeah. until your time is up because you are marked. Ah, yeah. We will continue that on Sunday. But there are animals that will give back to many children, some birds will give back to eggs. The angel of death never killed any second born. How did he know? Among 21, <laughs> which came out first. How did the angel know? A dog just gave birth to 11 puppies. It was the first one that came out that died. Because all that came from above. And I said, the name of the angel that did that must have been Napoleon, the angel of death. And just went through Egypt. And all first born. Firstborn, not secondborn. Firstborn. That's the Bible says that the ear of your head they are numbered. It does not matter anywhere you sit in the plane or in the car. Your angel marks the place, and everyone knows that you are there. Aren't you happy? That's why you shall not be afraid of arrow flying by night. Oh glory, 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 glory. One of the fathers of faith in Nigeria here, some of you have heard the story, 
their church is actually constructed on a place like a kind of a, a, where they had to sandfield and everything. So it affected the building one time. It was a Sunday service. Something fell on the stage. He just got up to check what was, what was going on. He got up like this and he moved forward. And a pillar fell and crushed the chair where it was. If he waited three seconds more and he looked back, the same man of God, the same pastor, I have been to his office before. He could come in, if he didn't want to see anybody at reception, he could come in from a door at the back. That morning came into reception, he greeted all the staff and he sat in. All of a sudden, about three hours later, assassins came. Each one with a solid rifle. Overpowered everybody at reception, told them to lie down. And the, the secretary was already crying that today they killed the pastor. They entered the office and they were there for a while and came out, stormed into their car and left. Everybody got up in tears and ran because they knew they, they actually said that they were coming to kill him. And when they got to the office, he just opened the other door and came in. And he looked all of them, looking, he said, what happened? They started rejoicing, oh God. He said, what happened? He said, didn't you see them? He said, who? He said, I was reading a book. I just got out. I felt like taking a walk. And I didn't know whether someone might be in reception who will engage me. So I just opened the door and went. So after working for about five, six, seven, eleven minutes, I got out and I started coming back. And he came in. There are times the Spirit of God will speak to you. There are times the Spirit of God will move you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You won't know why from here you turn to start going this way. God has power to make you be where he wants you to be. Yes. Is somebody following me? Yes, Can you see the strength of one angel? Now, I'm just doing an introduction. We go to, we major on each one. But just an introduction. There are angels that look like men. At the battle of Samson, the mother saw one. At first, it looked like a prophet, but later, the father, it was an angel. And that happened several in the Bible. Gideon saw one. He sat down. That of Samson's mom is in Judges chapter, chapter 13. In Judges chapter 6, Gideon too saw one. He was at his house, and the man just said, Hello. He was hiding something. Mighty man of valor. And he said, if, you, if I'm a mighty man, why are we in this mess? And the angel said, go and need thy strength. It was when Gideon brought his seed and he put it on the floor. And he put fire on it and the angel entered into the flame and ascended. Then he said, chai, I've seen an angel I must die. And God said, no, you will not die. Because that was what they believed in those days. So some will appear like men. That's what Hebrews 13 says that you should be careful. Because many times when they appear like men, they come like a stranger. They have visited service here before. Maybe an usher sent them out. They like to appear like strangers. I'm giving you one example before. When we were young, we were three boys. My first brother, my second brother, and myself. We are home. And was playing with something gadget that was spoiled. We didn't know that there was still current in it. And it shocked him. I mean, I think I should be like five days or six. Maybe my brother, the one before, like eight or eight, and then that one, maybe like 10, 11. The two of us, young kids, and they were watching our brother 
the ice storm, everything stood. He was dying before us and we didn't know what to do. We're just crying. Our neighbors came and nobody could touch anything. I remember for some reason I moved back. This man came wearing a cap like that of a like this kind of uh, uh, cap like uh, what people wear, maybe like in Mecca or something like that. And was wearing like what Fulanis wear. Like free. Like, and he just went to the meter and switched up the meter. My brother fell on the floor. Whoa. Everybody was wondering. And by the time everybody went out, nobody saw the guy again. Whoever told him that somebody was being shocked inside, we don't know. Neighbors were there like us. Some of them just a little older than us. They were crying with us. This man just said, I saw him. So I told the rest that a person switched up the meter outside. All of us ran us. I think my second brother saw him also. He saw when the guy came to the front of the house and he just switched up the meter. And then two minutes after, nobody saw the guy again. Nobody had seen him in that area again. There is a story that a pastor told us. He's a pastor you know very well. He's a radical pastor, man. I don't want to. <laughs> again, I said, I won't make sure he names it again. That his uncle just got a car and was staying with the uncle and he wanted to impress his girlfriend then, who is now his wife. And took the car, took her, maybe somewhere in this Lagos. And I'm Robert surrendered there. When he saw them coming, he demobilized the car. And because he was not used to the car, he didn't know what to do again. And you know what? He was pleading the blood and praying. And those guys with their heavy guns began to fight. And he said, Lord, you have saved me now. They are confused now. I cannot mobilize the car again. I don't know what to do. They were panicking inside the car. Then those guys were fighting and arguing outside with their guns. And they were there. He said, Lord, help us. A towing vehicle came. Saw robbers with gun, Drove into their midst and came down and said, do you need help? Hooked the car took him away. He got to his house. He ran inside without switching up the car. Ran inside to give money to give the towing vehicle. He came out, no towing vehicle, no man found again. When they came to Sodom and Gomorrah, they looked like ordinary men, that the men in the city wanted to rape them. So it's not every angel that appears with lights and glory. Some of them do. When they do, you'll be scared. That's why they don't appear most times. Because every time they appear in the Bible, their first sentence to man was fear not. Fear not is not a greeting. It is because when you see them, you panic. Especially the ones with high authority. Men and brethren, if you see one, you will never be the same again. They are not this wimpy kid with wing that you see. That's how religious people draw. The Bible says, praise him, angels. I want to tell you verse 20. Who excel is? These are mighty beings. On the judgment, the only one of them will tie Lucifer and throw him to bottomless pits. But because his time is not up now, they are not doing anything about him now. The Bible says that even the body of Moses, it looks like from that Jude 1, God sent angel Michael to come and reclaim body, body when Moses died. And when he got there, he met Lucifer there. And what Michael said, Lucifer said, the Lord rebook you. Why? Lucifer was probably, I don't know who was sinner among them, but he recognized the fact that Lucifer was an authority. So he did not engage Lucifer in the fights. Are you getting what I'm saying? And maybe I will begin to close this way. You remember, Daniel began to fast 
I told that there are ranks in, in angelic order. He began to fast for 21 days. And when angel came, Gabriel, he said, Daniel, from the first day you started praying, I heard you. Somebody listening to me, sometimes when you are praying, there's a prayer that you're afraid to bring the answer very quickly. There are other times, force of darkness will combat what you are praying for. This is the reason for delay at times in you receiving what the Bible has promised you. And you are wondering what is going on. And because this is a falling world, they are not yet, they are yet to be sent to hell. So they are still operating. Daniel began to pray. And the angel was coming with an answer. And a demonic spirit called Prince of Persia. That must be a very high-ranked satanic agent. He actually stopped Angel Gabriel for 21 days. And nobody won, nobody lost. Angel had to, Gabriel just said, Gabriel seems to be a tele telecoms officer. He brings information, but it's as if he doesn't find. So he called Michael. Michael wasted all of them and opened the path for Gabriel. He said, priest or what? To hell with you and your pasha. To the guy. And then, but then Gabriel told Daniel, when I go back, the fight will continue. Because what they were praying for. So, if you look at that, every region has a demonic spirit and angel also over it. There is an angel in charge of every family and there is a demonic spirit. When you are born again, by the light coming from your spirit man, spiritual forces that are of the other side are disabled to the degree to which you walk in the knowledge of God. And your angels are enabled. But when you walk in disobedience, you'll switch. There'll be a problem. This is how Christians get into... Yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is somebody with me? Oh, I have to stop. So far, are we getting? Let's just quickly look at how the Bible divides. Remember, the Bible said in Ephesians chapter 6, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? Against principalities. One. Everybody say one. Against power. Say two. Rulers of darkness of this world. Say three. Spiritual wickedness or wicked spirits in heavenly places say four. these are four divisions satan also actually there are demons also that look like human beings or transform apart from angels and demons there are other beings and they are either on god's side or satan's side there are beings when john saw the revelation in heaven he wanted to worship the angels said, i'm a brethren like yourself that was not an angel but you know, there are elders in heaven. Yes. There are 24 thrones before God's throne. Yes. And there are 24 elders. Yes. Those ones are not angels. Yes. They cast their crown and they worship God. There are people in heaven. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, I'm just saying that in the spirit, there are classes, all kinds. Now, you have this ball, you have four major divisions in Satan's angels, which fell with him when he came down from heaven. But then, he copied it from God. There seem to be four main categories. Of angels, and I will list them. We end here. When you talk about the host of heaven, you are what you call archangel. Daniel chapter twelve, the Bible says archangel. Uh, Jude chapter one, 
Michael was referred to as an archangel. Only two archangels mentioned in the Bible. Any other one is a speculation. I've heard the name Uriel before. Uriel, only Uriel. <laughs> well, I belong to a church where they used to watch him talk about Uriel that time. Whether there's Uriel or not, I don't know, but the Bible talks about just two archangels. The third one was Lucifer, which we don't know whether we should put him as an archangel or a cherub. But the Bible talks about Michael and Gabriel are archangels that are listed in the Bible, and the Bible calls them Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel. Is that clear? So if you use a concordance and you change the name Archangel, you're going to see it applied to just these two guys. Gabriel and Michael. Archangel. You have a set of angels called cherubims. Revelation chapter 4 and Ezekiel chapter 1. Cherubim. Revelation 4. Let's read Revelation 4. A door standing in the heaven and then the voice, verse 3. Go down. He that was on the throne was to look as, as describing how God looks in the sound of like Emerald. Next verse. Around about the throne were 20 seats. 24 seats. And upon the seat I saw 24 elders. Next verse. Then from the throne, present lightings and the rest. Next verse. And before the throne, there was a sea of a glass, like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne, around about the throne, were four beasts. He called them beasts. Full of eyes before and behind. Next verse. The first beast was like a lion. The second beast like a calf. The third beast had the face of a man. And the first beast was like a flying eagle. Now, John did not capture it very well. Here it looks like the four guys, they have four different faces. One looked like a lion, one looked like a man, one looked like an ox, one like an eagle. That's not what John saw. He described it wrongly or limitedly, in a limited way. Go to Ezekiel chapter 1. Ezekiel gave a better picture. Each of those guys had four faces, not different so one, all of them, each one had all the four faces. One of them has the face of a lion on one side, eagle on one side, ox on one side, and man on one side. The second one, the same thing. The third one, the same thing. So Ezekiel, when he was, he was I was by the, among the captives by the Rakeda, when the heavens were opened and I saw the visions of God. In the fifth day of the month, Go down to where he began to describe what he saw. Every one of them had four faces. And every one had four wings. Next verse. Their feet were straight. And the sole of their feet was like a cast wood. And they sparkled at the color of burnished burnish, burnish brown. Brass. Next verse. And they had a man's feet under. I want to where describe the four faces uh, on each one. As for the likeness of their faces... The four, the four, are the face of a man, the face of a lion, on the right side. And they four are the face of an ox, ox, and on the left side, they four are the face of an eagle. If they take you on an excursion to that throne, can you survive? Imagine these guys looking at you. And believe me sincerely, these are not creatures of the height of this all. These are mighty. 
once your eyes opens to the spirit realm, God shows you a throne room or you see Jesus. Fear will die a natural death. We don't know the one we worship. That's why we doubt and we are afraid. Whoever sees God and you see this living being, there's no demon on earth that can scare you again. They put sacrifice that you walk on. There is a witches, which what? These guys will fry them. Satan will not even dare look at these guys. And the Bible said they are around the throne of God. They guide, they protect God's holiness. Cherub. Or cherubim. Then there's a class called seraphim. Some scholars have asked a question, are the cherubs also the living creatures? I think so. But there's seraphim, Isaiah chapter 6. You know, Isaiah was always cursing everybody. One to you. One to you. One to you. Chapter 1 to chapter 6. When he saw God, <laughs> he said, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon his throne. I am lifted up, and his strength filled the temple. Now, I don't know. But I was listening to Pastor Ogwele one day. I think not too long ago, he actually had an excursion into the throne room. He said, this eye are lifted up. It sounds like the throne that is eye. He said, you don't understand that when he was there, there is a place in heaven. Where the throne room is in heaven, it's so high that angels can't even look at it. It's not all angels that see God. And they can't really tell you how it looks like. That was when Jesus came to the earth, all angels wanted to see. The Bible says, ah, and we beheld his glory. And as, as of the only full of, when Peter said the things that angels desire to look into. Because God, <laughs> you've heard that why 24 elders worship. If you ask any one of them in them that how does it look like, nobody can tell you. Because every time they see you, they see him, it changes. That's why they keep worshiping him. When you bow and you lift up your head again, you'll see another person. Because there's no end to the one called Jehovah. You can't see him or you, can't, you cannot. So Moses, the Bible says Moses was talking to God face to face, right? Like a friend. But when Jesus came, John said no man has seen God at any time. John rubbish whatever Moses thought he saw. Aren't you surprised? The Bible does not contradict itself. Moses saw God. 24 elders saw God. Exodus 24. They were called to the mountain. They saw God sitting down. They began to eat. But Moses knew and they saw nothing. When they left, Moses said, show me your glory, okay? So, he now showed Moses something deeper. But when John came, he said, forget Moses. Nobody has seen God at any time. It's not playing tricks on people. It's too big for mortal man to see him once. and say, ah, how does God look? He's, he's tall. He said, <laughs> no, we are talking about the king of glory. The life himself. The essence of life. Hi. Oh God. If it will help us that God will open our eyes to somebody. As you will just be the same. Now you know the one that you worship. That when it is speak it is done. When it speaks it is done. It is done. The almighty. In the class of his own. No rival, no equal. It will never expire. Ancient of days. That does new things. <laughs> Are you with me?
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When Isaiah saw him, go back and say, Woe is me. He said, So I've been saying woe to them. <laughs> I am the real woe. <laughs> if you oppress self righteousness, all those silly thoughts on social media and critics, the day they see the king, they are about to go. They think they are called to correct people and say things. Self-righteousness has nothing before God. In fact, it annoys him because it is built on human pride. Thinking you are better than other people so you roll your mouth. Yes. Hallelujah. Isaiah said, when he saw, he just said, woe to me. He said, I ascend. Then a cherubim. Now, verse 2. Above it, above his two seraphims, each one has six wings. The guy who read the bow before had four wings. Did you notice? Now, this one they have six wings. And the Bible says what they do with it. Way two, they cover their face. You know why? They lie. The Bible says God is a consuming fire. Hebrews 12 29. The light that is emanating from God is too strong for even the seraphim. So part of their their uh, uh, their the way the, the way they are is so use two ways to cover their eyes when they are before God. Because they cannot see. It dwells in light which no man can approach. And they don't, they don't only cover their eyes. The Bible says another two, they cover their body. They are not small, small with their wings as tall as each one. So they just, when they are standing for God, two will cover their face, two will cover their body, and they leave two to fly. Because even the body will roast. They are in the presence of the great I am. Ah, what a beauty that this mighty person lives in us. And the Bible says, if God be for us. You see the glory of a New Testament Christian. This thing that is inside that is called your spirit man. You don't know the capacity of your spirit man. That what elders cannot behold, your spirit can hold. That Bible says, we all with open faces. I Only those who are washed by the blood. It's not because of, it's because of the blood. The blood. Jesus paid. Jesus paid. Jesus paid. And he pleases the Father now to dwell in us. And he's contented. He's okay inside us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What a blessing to be born again. We have not really started this thing. Ah, we are God. Oh, Jesus. Let me stop here. Let's rise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.